Welcome to this week's edition of Mountain Outhouse News. I'm your host, Jam Jam. This is the crazy shit to happen in running this week. This week's stories include Wasatch 100 Pioneers, a wedding at the Superior 100, and I'm a no-show at the Tour de Jant. This weekend was the 40th annual Wasatch 100, one of the original 100-mile races in the world across the Wasatch Mountains in Utah. This was a special year on many accounts due to the anniversary milestone. Back in 1980, it was the third 100-miler in the country, with just five runners towing the line. Two runners finished, Lori Statton and Greg Rollins, together in 3501. This year saw the return of some early pioneers of the race who ran back in the 1980s and 1990s, come back for a reunion tour. According to our Beast Coast correspondent, Ages a Whizzle, this group has a combined 114 finishes of the race. They started at 1 a.m., four hours ahead of the normal start time, and were given 40 hours to finish. Unfortunately, none of the pioneers were able to pull off a finish in the allotted time. I don't have many details, but still inspiring to see them out there. It was Geniminius Grinius, I apologize, of Lithuania, who not only capped off the Grand Slam win at Wasatch, but took the win in a time of 20 hours 55 minutes. He also won the Vermont 100 at the beginning of the annual series, consisting of the four oldest 100-mile trail runs in one summer. He was ahead of Ian Sharman's slam record until the Leadville 100, where he lost some major time due to altitude. For the women, Teresa Kaiser took the win in a bit over 24 hours, coming in at 24-13, winning by an hour. As for the Grand Slam of Ultras, which now can be completed by finishing four out of the top five oldest, including Old Dominion, Western States, Vermont, Leadville, and Wasatch Front, we saw a total of 13 finishers in 2019, all of which were men. We'd love to see some more ladies tackle this challenge in the future. More slamming news, Sean Nakamura is on his way to a completion of what is called the Great Eight, which includes the original eight 100 milers in the US. He's seven out of eight thus far and has now completed not only the Grand Slam, but also the last great race. I believe he's just got Arkansas Traveler left next month. I also spied Walter Hanloser's name on that list of Grand Slammers. Walter, of course, is going for 50 100-mile finishes this year, and as of today is now 34 races in with his successful completion of the Wasatch 100. He has just 16 to go in the next 16 weeks. I guess you'd say he can smell the barn. A sample of his upcoming schedule can make us all feel inadequate. I'm Tough, Georgia Jewel, Miami, Arkansas Traveler, No Business, Yuwahari, and the Havilene 100. Wow. Hey, Outhouse Nation, it's Ages a Whistle checking in from the Beast Coast. Hey, after the intensity and hype of uh, UTMB weekend, it was wonderfully refreshing this last weekend to see the Wasatch 100 celebrate its 40th running. You know, that makes it the third oldest hundred in the United States after Western States and Old Dominion. And to celebrate their 40th, they brought back 12 of the pioneer runners from the race, 11 men and one woman, including 20-time finisher Dana Miller. None of them finished. They gave them a 40-hour uh, cutoff. None of them finished, but all of them ran. They had a great time. They Many of them relived their old memories of Wasatch, and it was just a great, great celebration, not only of the event, but of the sport and longevity in the sport. So here's to longevity 
Until next time, age is a whistle from the Beast Coast. The Eco Challenge is being reborn with thanks to Amazon, and this time it is headed to Fiji. There are some trail and ultra folks heading out there, including Corey Woltering, Ryan Atkins, and Rhea Koble. Sounds like they are setting off now, and we likely won't know the results until the show premieres. I'm sad to be missing it, but the Tour de Jean in the Aosta Valley of Italy is off and running this week. I was originally supposed to be out there competing in this crazy 200 plus mile race, but wasn't able to make it work out. Best of luck to everyone out there, and from the looks of the weather, it's been a bit spicy on day one. Snow up high is making for some fun times in this graduate level race. Hope to be there next time around. Best of luck to Americans Rock Horton, Amy Sproston, John Kelly, Darcy PQ, Jason Coop, and any others I happen to miss. One race stateside that couldn't get past some extreme weather was the Teenaway 100 in Washington. After some crazy lightning and flash flooding, the race DNF'd, and for the safety of all involved, they called it partway through. Hope everyone is doing okay after that one. Looked intense and sounds like it was the right call for all involved. Kudos to Brian and his team. Over to Minnesota and the Superior 100, the tough race in the northern part of the state is relentlessly hilly from what I've heard. For the ladies, Kelly Teeslink was the winner in 25-23, while Mike Jurinek took home the overall win in 2015. My favorite story out of this year's race is from my friends Long Juin, Long <laughs> Guin and Michelle Stoltz, who got married at the Mile 77 Kramer Aid Station, the place that they met several years ago while volunteering there. Not only that, they were both entered in the race, ran the first 77 miles together to get to the aid station, then they got hitched and it was off to the finish line for the full 100 miles, I guess as a prelude to the honeymoon. Always super inspiring and a huge outhouse congratulations to the both of you. Finally, results from a classic in Colorado, the Imogene Pass Run from Uray to Telluride. Taylor Nolan took the win in 2.44 for the ladies, while Timmy Parr won for the men in 2.25. Taking place this weekend in Pine, Arizona is the Mogollon Monster 100 mile. If the race itself wasn't tough enough, previous finisher and New Mexico resident Tony Russ is traveling to the start line on foot. He left last week and will cover a total of 400 miles just to get to the beginning of the race, where he will then run the entire monster, hoping to get his second finish. Coming up this weekend is the biggest prize purse in American Ultra Running at the Run Rabbit Run 100 in Steamboat Springs. There will be $15,000 going to each of the men's and women's winners, with a total of seventy-five dollars being handed out in total. Some favorites, Becky Bates, second at Hurt 100, Riley Brady, first at U-Rock, Tessa Chesser, second at Pennygalosa Trails, and Michelle Yates, first at Run Rabbit in 2018. And the men, Mike Foote, whom I think you know quite well, Tyler Fox, first at Bear 100, Mark Hammond, Michael Versteeg, and a couple of Pima Pirates, Charlie Ware and Catlow Shippick. And with that, thanks for tuning into episode 162 of Outhouse News. The show would not be possible without the support of our Patreon supporters who continue to help with the production of this show each and every week. Join the Patreon crew at the link below for as little as $2 per month. Huge shout out to our $50 level supporters, Squirrels Nut Butter, Brian Sands Base Medical Ultramarathon Medical Care Online Course, Ultra Trail Blazers, Sean Trujillo, and the Twisted Fork Ultra out of Park City. 
as well as our $25 level supporters, Bluebird Running Company, Josh Goldstein, Carrie Savage, Renee Feint, Casey Carter, and Jeff Holbrook. Thanks for checking out the show, and we'll see you next time. If you have crazy stories to share or a question or feedback for the show, please leave a comment below. And finally, if you'd like to own this custom pair of Jam Jam sunglasses, complete with a signed certificate of authenticity, check out the link in the description. Have a shitty week.